Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Stepping Up. My name is Sue Reed, and every week I provide a platform for people to tell their story of how they have faced and overcome a challenge in their life. Here is today's story. Hi, my guest today is Oliver Hoyas. Oliver is 26 year old from Zurich and he is an artist. He is, I think, an up-and-coming artist. I've been looking at his work lately, and I really love it. He calls himself an aspirational artist, so we'll go into what that means to him in a second. But welcome to the show, Oliver. It's lovely to have you here. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's great to be here. I'm excited. Brilliant. I'm glad you're excited, because I am too. So one thing I wanted to mention, on your website, I had a look at your website, and one of the first things I noticed is you open with, my name is Oliver. I can describe my work with one word, freedom. I love that. I love the word freedom anyway. But what did you mean by that? When you say freedom, what do you mean as far as your art is concerned? That's a very good question. I mean, I was thinking about that a long time and I actually just changed it on my website. So it's not there anymore, but it's still the 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 basic, it's it's the foundation of my art. And it's I think it's my nature because... I learned a lot about freedom and freedom is a big word, right? Mm-hmm. It can be in, you know, like freedom of speech, freedom in, in the country. It can be so many things. But for me, freedom is more the inner freedom and the freedom to be who you are and yeah. to express yourself. So this is really what I mean when, when I say that, because my art is, it came out of me because I found this freedom And we were talking about it a little bit, about what happened to me in the past, right? Where I was really blocked and I couldn't express myself anymore, even though that was my nature. And so when I found art, it was like a freedom that came into my life. And suddenly I could express myself and I started to light up and I started to to find joy and everything. And I think you see it also in my art. My art is abstract, which is, again, like confirms the, the freedom, that I, you know, that is important for me. And yeah, this is how I would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. That's brilliant. Because I think any creativity, you know, whether it's writing or, you know, songwriting, art, making anything, I love cooking and baking. So I think, like you say, it does come from within and you kind of, once you unlock that door, there's no stopping it. So it is a kind of freedom because it just comes out of you and, and, you know, it just, expresses itself really doesn't it you know you don't necessarily have to think about it it just comes out of you so yeah so where did it start for you where did you go to school what were you good at art at school or you know what what happened so that's also a good question I grew up with two artistic parents Brilliant. my mom very very artistic and I think I have this I have a like I have a there, there are different types of creative people right there are more it's, it's just like my girlfriend is very creative, for example, but she's, it's, it's different. Yeah. I am more like, it, it's kind of a free, very free creativity, a bit chaotic. And that was my mom too. So she was expressing herself very, sometimes a bit chaotic. Like I can remember our apartment when I was a kid was full of colors. So the wall was with, were, were with uh, colored hands, even <laughs> on the floor was color because she put color on her feet and was walking through <laughs> the apartment and everything was full of color. So it's like kind of a, like a creative, childish, free creativity. And my father was different. My father was a musician, but also a businessman. So he had a big, big company uh, in Switzerland, which was super successful. 
and he sold it in the end to make music to really wow. you know go to chicago he was in italy often in chicago to really make music and yeah he was a bit different i mean maybe let's say could be a more disciplined creativity you know so because yeah. music is very creative but it's very much also connected to to discipline because he became a like the he was the best harmonica player in switzerland so this wow. is this you know this little yeah thing. yeah and so it's creativity, but a bit different. And I think I have yeah. some somehow now this uh, nice mix from my parents. Yeah. yeah, yeah, not quite as chaotic and wild as your mum. A little bit of your dad's organisation. Well, that sounds like Definitely. an amazing childhood. I really, really wish I'd had parents like that. <laughs> sounds amazing. Is it just you, or do you have brothers and sisters? I have a brother. Yeah, I have a brother. My brother is a bit different. I think Yeah, he's younger. So I guess he's still, you know, finding his way. Mm. And uh, but he also has something very special, I would say, especially in a way, you know, there's some some gifts and I needed I needed time to uncover that because in the beginning, I didn't really see that. And that was coming back how I came to art. I grew up in a boarding school, actually. So my father was very busy with working. Mm. My mom was this creative, chaotic person. So, you know, and she was alone. So in the end, we needed to go into the boarding school and grew up actually there. And I was eight when I went into the boarding school. My brother was like six. And, And that's, but you know, look, looking back, I see the purpose of it. But as a child, of course, this was not always easy. No. But I'm happy that it was there because this was a Rudolf Steiner school. Oh, yeah. They do, like, encourage creativity, don't they, there? They, they try and bring it out of you. Exactly. That's how I became who I am now, I would say, because I didn't really paint. This was not something somebody showed me, but it's something I somehow just naturally saw from my mom, for example. Yeah. But she would do that professionally. She was, that was just her. And... And there in, in the boarding school, I learned uh, many different things like beatboxing. That was actually the first contact with something creative. <laughs> and I just looked at some a, a friend, like some a guy that was in the boarding school as well that lived with me. And he did this beatboxing. I just looked at him, observed it and, and started to imitate it. And suddenly I was really good at it. So I didn't uh-huh. even, I didn't really learn it. So that's mm-hmm. also where it showed what kind of creative gifts I have. And it's very free. So mm. I didn't, I never really learned something. I never really learned steps or, or you know, I, I did, this yeah, is yeah. not how I learned creativity because it's very, my creativity is very free and it's really like expression. And that's how I went through life. I, I did then dancing, I did singing, I did acting. I wanted to become an actor actually. Right. It was like the, kind of the final decision before before I left the boarding school. And I was, I think I was like around 16. But then the deal with the boarding school was, and I was there eight years. So I was long there and I just wanted to go out and see the world kind yeah. of. <laughs> so the, the deal would have been, I would, if I want to be an actor or make the acting school, I would need to stay there for another three or four years, which I said, okay, I, I don't want to do that. So I became... I found a job in in Zurich and became a, a salesperson, which was totally not my thing, actually. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. So, and the, and you were talking earlier about having a block. So, what happened there then? What stopped you? Yeah. So, 
Again, I was very creative always, but when I think about specifically painting, because there was there 100%, right? My mom was creative, but when I grew up, it never somehow came into my mind that I could be a painter. I did some things with my hands. So I created for the school mosaic, like a, we, we created a whole room with mosaic and there was an artist, the, the artist, he, he was already grown up and he was a, like a real artist. Mm-hmm. And he always asked me for the opinion. I was like, why is he asking me? <laughs> and then I said, what I think we should do. And then he did exactly that. So they, they, like looking There's back, a I, a clue I started, there already. <laughs> yeah, he had a clue. People had a clue. I didn't yeah, have a clue, exactly. but they saw it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's really funny because I still often going from there, even though they, they had a clue and they kind of knew it, they even wrote it. My house father, he was responsible for the people in the house. So we had in the boarding school, different houses where, you know, kids live. And we had this house father. And before I left, he wrote a book and then gave me a book as a gift and wrote in the book that every, every person is an artist, but with you, it's obvious. And then he, (laughs) he wishes that my art always is given to people for a source, a source of positivity or strength. Something he wrote it in German, but something in these lines. Yeah. yeah. I never got this. I just got this years later. <laughs> and did you keep in touch with him? Does he know what you're doing now? Not really. I keep in touch with some people, but I, I just had a guy that was also an adult who was looking for us in, in the boarding school. And he came late, lately here and he was really impressed. And he said, <laughs> saw like, I knew it. And then we were talking about the house father and looking how we, how uh, where we can find him. Yeah. But he's really in social media, so it yeah. Uh, yeah, it might be difficult, but that would be him. really interesting to let him know. Yeah, actually, you were right. Yeah. What you said. <laughs> so Definitely. going back to the block, then what happened? So exactly, the block happened then when I was. I think that was when I was six or seven, and of course, I totally forgot about that, and. There was in school, so like we changed school all the time and we came into one school where we also stayed over lunch and it was a bit a tough school. We, we were there for maybe a year or something and then we went away. But the, the teacher, she was really like, I don't know, I guess angry. Like it, it, it was not because of me, of course. She just let it out of mm. with me. So we were painting, I, I think watercolors on paper, just, you know, normal in school. Mm. And then I took the brush and I, how do you say, pressed it out, you know, in the water. Yeah, yeah. So like I had a glass, pre- pressed the, the brush into the water in, in the glass, but I was, you know, a bit hard. Mm. And then she came and said, like, this is, this is hurting the brush. Do you, like, do you want to see how this feels? And then she pulled my hair. <laughs> God. And I, I was a kid. I, I, I had, yeah. I could not do anything. I was so angry. I felt kind of, hurt and mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything and it was so much anger was in me but but as a kid what should I do right mm-hmm. and and then in my thoughts I was this gate went to my thoughts right so I had very bad pictures about her and and the same day in the night I had a nightmare which yeah. was really the worst nightmare I ever had in my life and it was so real it was so vivid and it was the, a nightmare about her right yeah. and with sounds and everything and after that I was every time I heard the same sounds I immediately came up and I was I freaked out Mm -hmm. but on one point it went a bit away and I realized it again after I don't know how like many years I was I think I started painting then four years ago so actually quite late again right but yeah but but the reason why is because I read the book called The Artist's Way 
And in the book she worked, it was about creativity. And I actually wanted to give it to a friend because I saw her very creative. And I'm like, I should, I wanted to, to declutter and I wanted to give it to her. So I went to her, we had a great conversation and I went back home and I realized in the train, I forgot to give it to her. <laughs> and then I just, just like, maybe I look into it and immediately realized, whoa, this is, this is for me. This is actually yeah. made for me, this book. So and, isn't it amazing I, how things happen that you were going to give that to somebody else? But actually, mm. it was you that was meant to read it. Yes, yes. Amazing. And yeah, it's so funny how this worked. And in, in the book, then she helped me to, you know, realize the blockages. So there are exercises. And this was the first blockage that actually came up. Mm -hmm. And I totally forgot about it. I was, you know, I thought, you know, I didn't think I'm, I'm like, this is past, right? This, this doesn't matter. Mm. But this was still very, very strong there, in me yeah. just deep, deep down because so many years went by, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this was the block uh, that you asked. And after that, after like real releasing this block, getting aware first and then releasing it, my, my creativity exploded. Yeah. And that's when I started painting. And this was day and night. I, I really tell you, I, I painted, I, I couldn't stop. So this was so interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like 14 years or whatever of, of, of creativity that you'd bottled up, just wanted to come out amazing and yeah. that's like what i was saying about you open the door to creativity and then that's it it just it it comes out on its own it expresses itself you don't actually have to do anything to make it work yeah. you don't have to think about it it just comes out exactly. uh, what year was it when you first um went back to painting then uh, when i went back to painting yeah so you said four years ago so would, what 2017 mm -hmm. I think it was 2016 December, so like yeah. end of the year 2016. Yeah, that's when I found that. That's when I read the book. And before that, if you want to back up a little bit, I became a salesperson, didn't like it. So I, you know, I broke up my apprenticeship as a salesperson. Mm. And then I, I was looking for my purpose. I was looking yeah. for my t gift and talent because I... I didn't really get it yet. You know, I still love to dancing, acting, but somehow it wasn't that. And then I even became a photographer and thought that's it. But that also wasn't it. And I had actually a tough time again. I think there was, there was before I read the book exactly when I was a photographer and it didn't work out at all. And this again, like it's a creative thing, but it mm. was not really the, my creativity is this free, free expression, right? That's, the creativity I was looking for, that was my gift. And, yeah. and photography didn't fully give me that because it's still within a border, right? You, you, can, you can be creative how you take the picture, but your creativity is still a bit limited, right? It's a different kind of creativity. You can't change it. Yeah, like you're yeah. not, although you're deciding what to take the photo of, you can't change what you're taking the photo of. It, it's there. So yeah, it, is, how... yeah, it is a different kind of creativity. Yeah, and also to... You know, then to work on Photoshop, for example, I, it's very limited. I, I cannot move. I cannot, you know, I don't have this freedom because I need to be really careful. And in the end, I'm still creating something, right? I make something out of like the normal picture and create something better or nicer with Photoshop. But it was just, it was not, it was not it. Mm. And so I, I actually, yeah, I, I thought this is it. So I quit my job. I quit my job many times, actually. It was always a good feeling, <laughs> <laughs> always a release. But, but this time, it was, I was not ready. 
So with photography, it didn't work out. I didn't make any money. I slept on the floor for a while. Oh, Again, this is actually yeah. a crazy story, but I don't want to go too deep into it. But the universe really supported me on this way yeah. and always gave, gave me support because I had no money. I, could, I didn't make any money. I had no job, couldn't pay my bills. And then some like, like it, it was crazy. Some random thing happened and suddenly I met... Um, a real estate agent. There was the day I needed to move out of my apartment. I didn't find anything. Also had no job. So how should I find an apartment? Yeah. They, they asked me like, what are you doing? What's your job? Like, right. You know what I mean? So it's, yeah. it was not really possible yeah. to find an apartment, but he then the real estate agent I found on the day I needed to move out without actually looking for a real estate yeah. agent, gave me an empty apartment where I could sleep in and it was really empty. So it was, it was small. It was empty. I slept on the floor until I realized I need to do something mm. and went back to my mom. I mean, it was the only option. I, I was too proud to do that. So that's yeah. why I was like holding <laughs> on and say, you know, I need to do this. I need to go through this. But anyways, I did it. And then when I had some, you know, when I was a bit more relaxed and also let go of what happened, let go of the photography and, and, mm. and gave myself the chance to to discover again to be open you know not to say it's this it's it's photography because sometimes we hold on on things yeah and then the universe cannot give us something new something that's actually really supposed for us uh, to be to be for us and that's mm. the moment i read the book and found painting and out of this this darkness at the moment when i slept on the floor i came to the point where i found art and this was then this as I said, like it was like an explosion and I couldn't stop painting. And it, yeah. it, was, it was funny. It was, I didn't need discipline to keep painting because you hear often, you know, you know, need to start, you need to be consistent. You need to be disciplined, but yeah. I didn't have yeah. that without. It was just so natural. I just yeah. didn't want to stop. I just wanted to keep painting. And that's when I knew this is it. Yeah. Yeah. So you found mm. your purpose. So yeah. when did you um, decide to go professional? When did you make your first sale and was that just somebody said I want to buy that or did you think I'm actually going to go professional and sell my paintings yeah so this I'm not sure how when exactly this happened <laughs> it was all, all within a similar time I think it was shortly after I started painting but maybe I just started you know painting small small paintings oh, I actually have here my first painting so I changed it with the years I, I changed it like two years ago but the, the first layer is my first painting. You see the size, very, very small, right? Yeah. And it was more the black. The black was the painting. Yeah. Okay. And these I added later because mm. I was just like, this is a bit dark. I don't know. <laughs> and But this was the first painting and it was very like shaky, mm -hmm. you know, because it was so, it was, I don't know. I guess people that, I guess that's why it's challenging for people to paint because there's so much judgment and I still had it, right? I, 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 it didn't go away after I, I released the blockage. I, the judgment was still there, yeah. but somehow I could just be um, the observer. You know, yeah. there was the mind very loud judging what I do, but I could be still and observe and still paint. But really I felt this nervousness and this with the time, I don't have, okay, sometimes I still have it, but, but it became but, normal. Yeah, but I think that's natural when you're, when you're doing something new and especially when you, you know, you're putting it out to the world, you, you do judge yourself. It's that inner voice um, saying, you're not good enough. You can't do this. It comes exactly. back to you. But if you can control that and just move through it, 
you realize that actually, it, it, you know, some people are going to love your art. Some people are going to go, what the hell is that about? But that's, that's, yeah. you know, that's everything, isn't it? Everybody goes through that. You just have to yeah. realize that there are a lot of people that will love your work and will buy it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like if you do it from your heart and you're passionate and you love it, you will find other people that resonate with that, you know, they can feel that too. So yeah, yeah, this is, it's true. It's very normal. But again, going back to your question about, you know, when I made my first yeah. sale, I think it was after I started painting those small paintings. And I guess it, this released some energy into the universe. I don't know, but it happened. It, my mom met the man on the bus station. And that's when I went back to my mom, right? Living with my mom again for a short while. Mm. And so he came home with her and they looked at some art. So she actually, she sold art to him as well, which was really cool. Like several, <laughs> she, several she paintings. Met a, a random man at the bus stop <laughs> and brought exactly, him back yeah. and sold him your art. That's brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he wanted to, he saw one painting and the painting I painted in, in my boarding school. There was another interesting story because my boss, in yeah. when I was a, I was a car, no carpenter, but otherwise, you know, I was working with wood. They wanted right. me to do something, yeah. and that was also not really my thing because it's, again, it's very mechanic, it's very exact, mm. and it's not me. I'm, I'm more yeah. free, freedom, creativity. Anyways, they suddenly he brought me two wooden pieces and some color, and I paint, painted them, and it was really nice and very natural. But you mm. know, I, I didn't think about it; just painted two paintings, so I gave it to my mom as a gift, and then. Yeah, years later in 2016, when I started painting, that's when this guy came that my mom met at the bus station and he saw one of those paintings. And again, like it's, it's, it was even a bit smaller than this one, <laughs> uh, really on a, on a wooden piece. And he said he, he, he likes it, he wants it. So my mom told him a price, like I, I think it was 444 Swiss francs. You know, she's like, you see, my mom is very creative, even with numbers. You know, she said, you know, the number has a meaning. And but I said, <laughs> but I was like a bit hesitant and said, hmm, you know, this is a unique piece. And I guess that's my, was my, maybe my father speaking to me, you know, the, the, yeah, the business, sensible you know, one. <laughs> no, no more the, you know, the, the, the thinking, because I was thinking about it's a unique piece. And then I was thinking, I, I think I, I want 600 for that. Otherwise I keep it. So I just told him, I will give it to you for 600. And he said, okay. And then, ah. that's when I made it. <laughs> <like>, what? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you know, what just happened? I mean, I painted this when I was I, 14, 15 years old. Wow. Never crossed my mind that anybody would buy that. And, and, and this, I guess this really opened up for me the, you know, the possibility to become an artist and actually do this professionally. Mm. That was the first time. And, and ah, this is so amazing when I think back, because this was not, it, it, of course it was me, because, but I took action towards my dreams and, and what, to, to do what I love. And somehow the universe brought people like this into my life. I mean, how do you explain that? This, this, this didn't happen to my mom again. I mean, this was really yeah. there. Yeah. And you know, now it didn't happen again. So it, it's really interesting how the universe works. Absolutely, you, yeah. yeah. I think heart, um, yeah. the universe knows you're looking for your purpose and it will send you opportunities. So all these jobs that were coming up, it's going, well, do you want to do this? Do you want to do this? Yeah. And then in the end, it said, okay, right, well, read this art book. <laughs> and and yeah. then maybe that will work. And then it could, the universe could see then you're on the right path. And as, I think as soon as you're on the right path, everything starts to click into place and opportunities come up, people come to mm -hmm. you. 
you you know you see things and it, it it's amazing how it works but we have to be open to it and so many people aren't that's why yeah. it doesn't work for everybody but yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah so yeah. Mm-hmm. on your mm-hmm. path then obviously you've as far as i can see recently you've become quite successful how successful would you say you are how recognized are you in the art world i guess that's always a perspective because i mean you know if you're in my own shoes i sometimes don't see myself so successful mm. because there are always there is more there are bigger dreams right and, of course, yeah. and I sometimes need to remind myself that I actually did quite well because I can give an example because it's really, it's, it's a perspective, right? I yeah. mean, what does successful mean? Absolutely. And, yeah. And I, so for me, because I am in that, right. And it always depends how big your goals are. And I have quite big goals and dreams and a vision. So for me, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm I, like, I'm, I'm really at the start. I just, kind of started right and i know many successful people say that and have that but to see it a bit more objective i joined an artist group because i didn't have an artist community it's really it's not easy for artists to to find a community it's very competitive Mm, quite a lonely job yeah yeah and it shouldn't be and it doesn't need to it there are if you look for it you will find a great community so what i was looking for it and i found it i'm just new in the community now and there is a mentor that, you know, created this community and you can learn from her. She was an artist as well. And, and she got out, like we needed to introduce ourselves into the group. And then in the end, the last question is like, how are your sales? What, what level are you? Mm. And I'm like, it's so funny because I didn't know that she made this specific because she had a document where you could look at your level based <laughs> on what she, you know, based on her perspective and based on the she had thousands of students so she knows kind of what is let's say normal yeah and what's high as an artist so i wrote yeah sales level it's up and down and you know it's okay i think i you know like like this then i looked at the document and there is level one to eight and i was at level six and i'm like what I need to give myself a bit of credit. Yeah. It's not everybody is out there, you know, being an artist and, and making, making a full-time living and, and a quite good living. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so to see that, that's maybe this could answer the question. If I look at this, of course, I think I did, I did really well. I did really well. Of course I want more. Of course there is another level, but I'm still, I'm still happy. I'm still happy and grateful for what I could do. And and yeah, and I think also my success is also more based on, less based on, you know, how recognized I am from the art establishment, because it's very, it's very manipulated and, and controlled. And for me, yeah. I think I want to base my success more on how many people I inspired and impacted and how big of a community I could build with my mission so people are inspired. That's, I think that's more the mission I want to have and the success I want to base my success on. Kind of. And come in right round in a circle now, right at the beginning, um, I said you're an aspirational artist and I said I'd ask mm-hmm. you what that actually means. So when you say aspirational artist, what does that actually mean to you? So aspirational artist, the idea came out by you know brainstorming my bigger mission as an artist and I realized you know, I just, I, I, I'm not here to just paint for myself and, you know, just, you know, make nice things, which is a part. Mm-hmm. I love nice things, yeah. <laughs> but there is a bigger meaning. It's a bigger mission behind my art. 
and also behind me, right? Why I do that. So aspirational artists came out of that. And it's, I would say it's a mix between like motivation and inspiration, but more that my art aspires people to dream bigger, to think b- bigger, mm. right? Because we have motivation, we have inspiration and motivation is kind of like a quick fix. You, you listen to something and you motivate it and then you yeah. want to do something, but this fades away. Yeah. Inspiration is something that is very natural to me. For example, inspiration comes to me. I think it's more a spiritual thing. It's often comes to me when I'm very quiet, when I'm in a meditative state, when I'm in nature. And it's also something that comes and goes, right? But for me, it's quite often there. And that's also, I guess, Mm -hmm. why I became an artist. And aspirational is more something that you look, you know, it's almost, I, you know, I aspire to, to dream of a world that's happy, where people live their dreams, where, you know, we are focusing more on love, connection, support, com- compassion instead of, you know, fear and all of those things. It's kind of like the world we aspire to, right? And I want to help people in the end with my art to, to aspire to something bigger. For example, my customer, she's a good friend as well. And I celebrated with her on Saturday. Right. And 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 she she got a custom made painting actually, and it was a golden one again. With I saw the, it, yeah, yeah, with the with the abundance theme yeah. and topic, and and we are in the same group. I met her out of a, of a group, and and she then wrote in the group, you know, that she was really happy and she had such such a great weekend, and was talking about the artwork, and she said that I created for her an artwork that exactly represents what she wants to create. It represents the life that she wants to create. And you so can't this is really kind of, ask for more than that, can you? <laughs> you couldn't yeah, ask for a better recommendation, really, could you? Yeah, true. And that's what I try to do because sometimes the, the artists can put it better into words, like especially my customers, right? Yeah. They can sometimes put it better into words than I can. And that's really what I want. I want That's what I mean, you know, an artwork, because we, we know that, especially I'm aware of the color have you know, power and, and uh, strength and energy. And they, you know, they bring up certain emotions in us and our emotions create our reality in the end. Like it's thought, emotion, and that influences our action, which creates our reality. And if you, I think it's beautiful if you have a piece of art that represents for you, for her now, for example, it was really abundance. And that's what she wants to feel every day. She wants to be in a, in a world, in a life where she can feel abundant every day. And the artwork is kind of a reminder and aspiring her to, to live up to that every day. That's really good. So if listeners are interested in your work, obviously they can see your pictures on your website there's a a whole range on there and are all your contact details on there as well ways to contact you yes i have everything there the website is oliverhoyers.com yep maybe you can put it under the interview i don't know on the show notes yep yep and i guess also yeah like if some if somebody is interested interested in a custom-made piece i think it would be great also to reach out to me because I realized that some people, they resonate with uh, existing artwork, which is amazing. But some people, they really want to have the custom-made piece, which is more, yeah, it's more based on their life and what they want to create, right? And I want to mm. do more and more, like more and more things like this, because I realize yeah. it's just such a big impact for people. And it, it's different than to, you know, to buy an existing work. Yeah. Even though yeah. for some people, they might find the perfect existing yeah. work already. That's interesting. I'd never, I'd never heard of that before. But if somebody, like, if I said to you, well, you know, this is how what I want my life to look like, 
this is what I love. I love nature. I love color. I like, you know, creating. I like freedom. And if I said all that to you, you, you then take that all in and then an artwork would come out of that that was specifically for me. Exactly. That's yeah. what I did. And we had an ongoing conversation about that, right? Because when, when she told me those things, I got inspiration, mm. right? I got, oh, you know, I could do this and this and that. And, and then it's slowly formed together. And she wanted, for example, to be always reminded of her seven chakras because she thinks right. this is really important. And as well, like the group that we were in, this was also like a personal growth group. And there the mentor teach the seven step formula, which again, like seven steps, yeah. right? We could kind of combine that. So now for her, it reminds her on the seven chakras and the seven step formula. So it's like yeah. for her, it it's gives her the meaning. And another lady, she wanted to have the chakras, the upper chakras somehow. Yeah. And I'm not the expert in chakra, but that's what she wanted. I'm an yeah. expert in painting colors, right? So <laughs> she wanted to have the upper chakras, which was yeah. violet or healing. And I, I exactly did that for her with being, you know, with my style and being creative. And what, what she said was really funny because she was like, when I showed it to her, she was like, oh, that's totally different than I expected, but I love it. <laughs> and then she saw the meaning in it and it was it was yeah, beautiful it's it, your like, interpretation of what she was saying somehow always aligns also with this with the customer i went to on saturday she was also like she was a bit more let's say i was a bit concerned that this could be a longer process which is totally fine because i told her uh, you know we will work on the artwork as as long until you really love it and and yeah. so i was yeah. expecting that she says to change some things but when I showed it to, to her, she was like, I love it. I, I, I would not change a thing. And, and she was so happy and I was happy. So it's interesting. And that's some, how, you know how it goes together. It's, it's mm. kind of, we create magic together. It's like yeah. a connection, a spiritual connection. Yeah. It's the mm -hmm. energy that yeah. flows between you that that yeah. in itself creates the art, I think. That's amazing. Yeah, we, both have, we both trust the process kind of, and then something yeah. comes. You know? yeah. yeah, that sounds really interesting. So any, any message you want to leave listeners with before we close? Um, yeah, I guess, I guess my main message is really that, you know, I want to encourage people to live their dreams. Mm. And maybe not from today to tomorrow, depending on how, what, you know, the life we build up. But I think we should start thinking in terms of, you know, what do we really love? What, what's lighting us up? What did we want to do as a child? Because I think really we have this one life. And even if there are theories that we, you know, come back to earth, and I, I actually believe in things like this, but I know for sure that the possibility is pretty big that we won't remember this life yeah. in another life. Yeah. So, I mean, why does this matter, right? So we have this life and we are conscious of our life right now. So why don't we you know, live it to the fullest and live our dreams now. I mean, that, that's what I always said, even as a kid, that's why I was such a rebel and mm. always looking for my purpose because like we have this one life. So I think we really should all live our dreams and do what we love. And I believe this also will make a better world because yeah. I think that the problems of the world is also because many live in fear and are unhappy and do things that they don't really want to do. And this, this is making us numb. So we, so either we feel very negative and go in depression and all those things and even sickness, I believe I'm not an expert, 
But I believe this also comes very much from negative emotions. And when you go and do some research, you actually realize that there are people talking about that, like Joe Dispenza, talking about, about the power of the mind and how he creates uh, illness and sickness. So I think many, 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 many problems in the world come from, from, from within, you know, from how we feel. And that's why I think it's really important we do something we love that's lighting us up, that makes us happy, and, and to create a life that we really look forward to every day yeah. yeah that's a wonderful message that's really really good so Thank yeah you. well it's been absolutely wonderful talking to you i will put your uh, website details on the show notes so if anybody's mm -hmm. interested they can get in touch with you but i really really recommend all listeners have a look anyway and have a look at your artwork because it's so different to probably anything they've seen before it's amazing and It's been absolutely wonderful talking to you. It's been really interesting. So thank you so much for coming on and telling your story. Yeah, thank you too. It was really a pleasure. It's, uh, it's always beautiful to share this message because I think it really does make an impact. The more people that hear it, the better. So thank you so much. Definitely. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to today's story. And as always, if you want to ensure you don't miss any future episodes, then please subscribe. And if you yourself have a story to tell, then please do get in touch with me. I'd love to hear from you. And until next week, take care of yourself, stay safe, and I will see you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>